Hello, welcome to You Don't Know Mojack. My name's Ryan. My name's Brent. And this episode, whether you want it or not, it's the second factionalization. It's SST 56, the second October faction LP. And I'm still kind of, uh, I'm a little scarred from the first <laughs> factionalization, Brent. Yeah. And uh, so we'll see how the second factionalization goes tonight. Yeah, we will. I wanted to hit you with a, a quick spiel, if that's okay. Oh, Steven Spielsberg over here. <laughs> no, it's a quick one. It's mostly just to vent and complain. Okay, go. That, uh, and it's a week late. It's just now that I can talk about it. Okay. I've been uh, I've been kind of building myself back up to this. But Dinosaur Jr. canceled, and I'm just super bummed. Yeah, I had a ticket to it, too. Yeah. It's not their fault, but they rescheduled and had some dates. Yeah, and right. they had some dates in Canada, but not in my hometown. Oh, not in mine either. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. I haven't seen them for a while, but I was actually really looking forward to it. I saw them twice, really close together, after Beyond came out. Yeah. And they just absolutely melted my ears. Yeah. And and then I was kind of like, ah, you know, that's really loud, even with earplugs in. And then I can't really hear it. Maybe I'm good for seeing Dinosaur Jr. And then this time around, I got super pumped, and then they canceled. So I'm choked. Jay Mascus has a solo album, another new, another solo album coming out. Yeah, what's it called again? Electric? Uh, I'm not sure. Is it on Sub Pop? It is, yeah. He dropped it like the day after they canceled. Or when, And you know what? I should be clear. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Dinosaur Jr. who canceled. Right. It was... Um, the Mast- headline Mastodon. Mastodon. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm not blaming Dinosaur Jr. I'm just I'm just kind of bummed out. Oh, the uh the new Jay Mascus. It's called Elastic Days. There you go. His solo records are always pretty darn good. They're mellow, right? Yeah. Acoustic, but they're good. I saw Alice so Cooper. What? Yeah. When? A couple weeks ago. Love Alice Cooper. I like his first few records. Yeah. For good rock and roll. How, what kind of a show does he put on these days? Oh, it's everything you want him to do, man. It's uh, the classic Alice Cooper show. Really? And yeah. he can still move around pretty good? Oh, yeah. No? Yep. Oh, interesting. It's got everything you want. Can Other... he sing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got he's got just a backing band of shredders, too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're crazy. They're all like th- hired. Three lead guitar players. Yeah, I watched, there's a, a documentary on Netflix called Hired Guns. Oh, yeah. And there is uh, one or maybe even two of his guitarists on there. And they're just they're just session guys and they go with go and play with guys like Alice and just shred. But he's had the, he's had the same band for quite a few years, backing band. How many, how many times have you seen this band? Probably three, I think. Wow. Yeah. So what's... What's if I was to go back and it's been years and listen to an Alice Cooper record, which one should I go back and listen to? One. Just one? Just one. Oh, probably billion dollar babies. Still, hey? Probably. For me. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. I'm still working on my uh my homestead blog and that's all I'm listening to. It actually got me thinking, maybe I'll I'll sneak in one final spiel here. I was just noticing 
I have a, a bunch of printouts of lists that labels had put out, and I was just flipping through for tonight and got to my cruise records list. Oh, yeah. You know, it's interesting. It's basically all chemical people, Greg Ginn, and... Big drill Steve car. And big drill car, yeah. And, like, Steve and Dino. Yeah. It's Skin Yard, and there's even a, an Endino's Earthworm record on there. What about Rig? Rig is way at the end. It's like uh, one of the last records. And Craig, that, Craig that, Ibarra, I think, hey? Uh, he I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of an industrial sound, isn't it, Rig? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I haven't heard it. It's good? I like it. I think it's a drum machine, kind of like Big Black. No, I ah, maybe. I seem to think, I seem to recall it more being like industrial sounding. Um, and I mean, I mean, I guess Big Black, I don't know. I always think of industrials like Skinny Puppy and Ministry and Nine Inch Nails, and I and I don't associate Big Black with that, you know? Yeah. Uh, just hang on a second. I want to look that up, actually. Mr. Abara, yeah. It actually is Craig Abara yep. on vocals, I guess. Hardcore industrial is the style that they, uh, they listed on Discogs. I got to check that out again. That's a good reminder. I, w- I was just kind of flipping through... Uh, the other thing that reminded me of Cruz was um, I was following actually Scott Reynolds the other day on Facebook, and he posts a whole bunch of songs and videos. And man, that guy can sing! And um, reminded me that not only do I need to listen to all again, but I want to listen to that band that he was in, Goodbye Harry, again. That was some good stuff. Yeah, they're good too. Cruz Records. Maybe we got to do that at the end as like a, a final episode. Yeah. Let's see. We'll see what the people think. Any spiels from you? No, man. I'm Zero like, spiels. Zero. Did uh, did October Faction take it all out of you? Yeah. Yeah, they really drained me. <laughs> it's not a relaxing listen. No. No. <laughs> I, quite... uh, I googled it just to see what would come up, and there's like a... You know how you said rig is heavy industrial? Yep. I clicked on like an all music link for October Faction, and it said one word, meandering. (laughs) I'm not even making that up. That's what it said. That was the description. Well, without further ado, how about the first history lesson? History lesson, part one. If anybody wants to hear about the forming of October Faction, they can go check out our episode 36 on the self-titled album. Uh, For this one... I'm pretty sure they recorded each track individually. Like Greg Cameron, I'm assuming, recorded the drum, the drum tracks first. Then, again, I'm just assuming here that Chuck would have gone in and, and played some bass over tra- over top of that. Then Greg Ginn and Joe Biza laid down their tracks. And then it sounds like they all did some vocals. Some of these, uh, obviously Tom Tricoli did some. And some of them almost sound like they're just goofing off, like together in the studio or something with a mic on i know it's interesting they say like tom tricoli is credited as vocals and blues harp yeah and when you hear when you hear the harmonica you're like no that's not blues harp yeah i was i was gonna say um the excuse on the self-titled live one was that he grabbed the wrong key right (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, pretty sure, pretty sure he still had the wrong key for this one. You know what though? What I will say 
in defense of October Faction. I like the first one better than this one, slightly. Well, I mean, at least that one was kind of, you know, free improv, improvisation. Improv- this one's so Improvisational random. music, is that what I want to say? Improvisational? Yeah. Improvisational. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least they they tried to kind of lock in now and then, right? When it was live? Yeah, this one is just a mishmash. Every once in a while when you feel like it's going to, something's going to sink in and they're going to lock in, you, you're gone. It's gone yeah. right away. It's just like a cacophony with like little moments of, you know, interesting bits and pieces here and there. And it is to listen to it. It's us. It's an hour. Yeah, it's a bit of a slog. Tom Tricoli had sent me some stuff that was on his website when he used to have one. Would you like to hear what he had written about, you know, this album? Of course. Okay, here's what he had to say. Once the second Faction LP was recorded, Greg and Chuck approached me about possible edits for the stuff. In those days, we weren't doing CDs yet, and there was a question on how we would fit the entire hour-long reel of tape on two 20-minute sides. So they have this conversation, and then he says, With that, they all went downstairs to jam. I listened to what had been done and was appalled. (laughs) (laughs) So even Tom doesn't like it. Yeah, he goes on. Unlike an actual jam, these guys went into the studio one person at a time and recorded their parts without ever having heard what had been laid, laid down before. Yeesh. Yeah. No jamming, incomplete thoughts, starts and stops... Absolutely no musical value. In truth, I was embarrassed. When Chuck and Greg came came back upstairs, they were very much aglow from the jamming and pride over this mishmash they wanted to release. I told them the truth. I told them at very best, we might possibly edit it down for an EP release. I could see the facial expressions change in the blink of an eye. I told them that I thought that if they believed that there was inherent musicality anywhere on the tapes that they were deluding themselves that really it was just plain crap i never again got another phone call from either it was only when i phoned them a week or so later that i learned i would no longer be needed on tour no way that's how tom like basically ended his relationship with the label yep ouch yeah it's a it's a bit of a drag no kidding it is pretty astounding that i mean that this was put out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, I was thinking when he said about edit it down for an EP release, I mean, at least Minute Flag has Fetch the Water on it. I had the exact same thought. The yeah. exact same thought. I was going, this might be, so far, my least favorite. And I was going, what else was kind of low down on the list? And I was I was thinking of you know five or six ones and i'm going minute flag and i'm go nah minute flag is fetch the water on it that's one that's way better than this one yeah i mean i'll put it to you this way you often hear the term unlistenable thrown around with some of the sst stuff this is the first release in 56 releases that i would say is pretty well unlistenable yeah, yeah. i would agree with that greg cameron who played drums on it i found a quote from him that he said where he said in all truth, it was a totally self-indulgent quagmire of noise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's bright spots here and there. 
to me, the most fun you can have with this album is trying to sort out uh, which guitar players Biza and which ones Gin. Well, I I listened to it really hard, like I toiled over it to try and try to hear something cohesive, and it just is not there. Yeah, I listened to it three times, and that was two and a half times too many. Whew. Three yeah. times. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'd way rather listen to something else. Well, you want to talk about the artwork it... and the the tracks? I can't wait to hear what your ballot result is. <laughs> <laughs> History lesson part two. Apparently, I didn't even go back to check, but a snippet of one of these was is the song "I Was Grotesque" on Blasting Concept Two. Oh, I didn't either, but I I did read that as well. Yeah. So this was recorded at Mystic. We've been talking about that a fair amount lately. Lately. Tom Tricoli's dog was recorded there. I think the SWA record is recorded there. Uh, in Hollywood, California, vocals on Sam were recorded at Hit City West. It was mixed at Hit City West, so that leads me to assume that uh, they recorded the, those vocals while they were mixing it. Yeah, last. Yeah, Sam is the one that has Joe Biza credited as vocals. Yep. Yeah, and you can hear him pretty obviously, Joe Biza, saying, like, what are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Produced by Greg Ginn, engineered by Michael Boshears, who did a lot of that stuff that we've talked about at Mystic. Yep. Additional vocals by Chuck and Greg. I couldn't pick Chuck out, but I picked Greg Ginn out quite clearly. I think it's on Pocahontas Part 2 or whatever you call it on the B-side. Uh, Tom Tricoli's going, please, Mr. Highway Patrolman, don't pick on me and all that kind of stuff. And it, yeah. it's clearly Greg Ginn going... I'll let you off this time. <laughs> yeah. That's the one where they're goofing around and there's like knocking sounds and go away, that kind of stuff. The one interesting thing about this for me is on the back cover, it credits the song Sam as having fragments of corridors, in quotation marks, by Gary, and I'm going to say his name right here because Joe Biza tipped us off to how you actually pronounce this, Jacoboli. We've talked about him before. I think we talked about him on the We Became Snakes uh, episode. Yeah, he did the artwork. Yeah. Did the artwork. And he was in peer group and plebs. I'm assuming that I couldn't pick out what they were talking about, but there must be, you know, he must have recorded that independently maybe, and they drop, dropped it in when they mixed it. Yeah. I couldn't figure out what it was, and I, I didn't go back to try very hard, to be honest. So, yeah, there's three tracks on it. The A-side is a 20-minute song called Pocahontas the b-side is Pocahontas continued 13 more minutes of it and then there's a Sam edited version thank Christ is uh eight minutes long that's the oh. album oh well you didn't listen to it on cd did you oh is there a bonus track well I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> on cd so on cd it has two tracks Pocahontas at 33 minutes and uh -oh. Sam at 32 minutes. Oh yeah, because they can make it one track on CD. Yeah. Yep. But Sam is at 32 minutes and didn't you say Sam is 8 on the LP? Oh, you get the extended version on the CD. Oh my god, you mean I sat through 24 extra <laughs> minutes of Sam? <laughs> well, I only listened to it once. You went through it three times. I, I think my we're god. even. You know what my favorite part of this whole release is? Joe Biza's artwork. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of some Ralph Steadman art from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Like the, there's a really famous picture 
The, the lizard. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. When I was looking at it, I mean, it's obviously a bunch of reptiles in like standing up in cloaks and then maybe some birds along the back. Yeah. But I, when I first looked at it really quick, I almost thought it was a bunch of Skeksis from the Dark Crystal. Oh, yeah. And it looks like the front and back, well, at least on the CD anyways, is basically the same same drawing, just the colors are reversed, black and orange. Yeah, it's like inverted or whatever. Yeah. Got a quote on the CD back here. Yeah, go. Beware the voice of reason, for reason serves a master. Deep. Credited to 492-64325. Not to be confused <laughs> with 6025 from the Dead Kennedys. Yeah. I think that's about it, man. There's really nothing else to, to talk about for me. This did come out on cassette also. Okay, well, I can't wait to hear um, what your ballot result is. Ballot result. Are we going with the LP version or the CD version? Definitely the LP version. Okay. And, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a suggestion. Yeah. If, Are we going to flip a coin again? No, 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 no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a suggestion. If there is an excerpt from one of these songs on Blasting Concept 2, let's use that one. <laughs> Can't do it. It's got to be off this one. That's why I asked if we were using the LP, because I would suggest Sam. Edit, of course. Edited version, because it's the shortest. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a done deal. <laughs> you know, I feel bad ripping on something for so long, but I'm I'm heartened to hear that Tom shared the same view because he was such a nice guy to us. Yeah. And it's it's hard to be objectively critical when you know one of the guys is so nice. But yeah. whatever. We're we're just having some fun. I mean, it is what it is. It's it is. Yeah. It's, there's no uh, there's there's no way that there's someone out there that thinks that this is like, you know, a profound piece of art. Yeah. No way. Like I said, when we did the last October faction, <laughs> I did this long before I knew who the October faction was, you know, with a bunch of my friends and I thought it was amazing at the time. I truly did. Oh, just like hit record and yep. make, put a bunch of shit on tape. Of yep. course. Yep. Of course. Of course. I totally get it, but I didn't necessarily, you know, go to the pressing plant for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, Brent, we mm -hmm. have got a special guest next week. Oh, yeah, we sure do. Dave Markey's on the program. Very cool. For SST 57, the Painted Willie album, Mind Bowling. Our first Willie. Yep. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, all at Mojack Pod. We post all kinds of info and tons of pictures of the bands and albums we discuss on the show. Our blog is mojackpod.com. Please check it out for some exclusive content. If you like what we do and want to support the podcast, the best way to do that is to tell your friends about the show. Subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes is also appreciated. We love hearing your opinions, corrections, and feedback, so feel free to post on our social media sites and send us an email to mojackpod at gmail.com. Thanks again for all the support, and we hope to see you next week.